Okay, guys, so I have actually, I scrolled through my podcasts and I've covered this many times before. There's even a whole episode called self-sabotage. So if self-sabotaging is something that you have issues with, then I highly suggest really listening to my podcast from day one. And you'll find that the earlier ones, like the ones that are earlier on, they're much more succinct because I had a time frame of 15 minutes to get them done driving home from the gym. But now that my gym is 40 minutes away, it's so easy for me to get caught up. And yeah, 40 minutes. And if I have work on that day, as in like my one-on-one personal, I hate saying personal training, my one-on-one coaching clients, then it takes me a good old like 50 minutes to get home. So I don't really have a time limit. Anyway, self-sabotage. So <sighs> what are you self-sabotaging with? What are you self-sabotaging with? The what? Like what? And how do you know it's self-sabotage? The fact that you can recognize that you are self-sabotaging is the first step into leading better habits. So once you realize that you're self-sabotaging and you know what it's about, we need to find the why. But that's going to be a difficult thing to do because sometimes the why can stem from something that happened back in your childhood. For example, anything that happened within your family, whether it was dysfunctional, whether you were brought up with bad parenting or you were constantly told you're not good enough or your parents had such high expectations on you or your parents are like doctors and lawyers and super high up in the education realm that you had to take after daddy or mommy or they expected you to get like high grades or on the opposite end they never like they're in their shit shit ass job cleaning toilets or whatever the freaking hell they may be doing and they don't want you to turn out the same way so they put so much pressure on you to be better do better like there are so many different ways that you could have been brought up that shape your habits today so finding the why is gonna be at a work in progress which is why i want to work with my clients through phone calls and through personal like personal conversations back and forth just to try and figure out what and why but the key is short bursts like you can't do it all at once you have to keep revisiting that's why i don't I try to limit my like my phone calls to 20 minutes sometimes they go to 30 minutes but it's best to do it in short blocks because each one will get you thinking before the next call but it is so freaking key to figure out first what is it that you are like to figure out that it is self-sabotage first put a label to it and then figure out what it is you are self-sabotaging is it you overeating or is it you comfort eating, emotional eating, lonely eating, you feel lonely for example, you don't have a community that supports you, right? but like in my, this is why my Team Ruby community is everything to me and why I hammer on and on about people treating my Team Ruby group as a second family and I will keep pushing it and there are a couple of girls that are still struggling in this aspect and I feel like they will continue to struggle in this aspect until they actually let go of the fear of actually communicating in this group and 
feeling the family vibe, the community, the belonging. Because belonging is everything. I mentioned this in a different podcast. Sometimes I don't know whether I mention it in podcasts or whether I mention it to my clients because I send voice messages to them. But if I haven't, like loneliness and not having a community or a group or belonging to something is one of the leading causes of obesity and depression and a whole host of health issues. Like social, social connection, belonging, it's like a fundamental need. You, I'm pretty sure you learnt Haslow's, or is it Maslow's? Ha, yeah, it's Maslow's, I said Haslow's because it's hierarchy. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Belonging is one of them. It is like one of the major massive needs of us as humans. So, I guess that is one way to really help tackle self-sabotage and also make you realize that you are sabotaging yourself. And to really immerse yourself in a community, get support, get a coach, that type of stuff. But yeah, so I guess this is all coming back to feelings again and listening to my old podcasts. But how do, ask yourself, how do you feel when you are doing X, Y, Z behavior? How is it making you feel? How would you like to feel? How would, if you, like something I like to say is if you got guidance to break past this, how do you see yourself attacking this thing in the future? Like, how do you see yourself eating? What is your ideal way of eating? What is your ideal way of getting yourself to train every day? How do you see yourself active wise? How do you see yourself living life? How do you see yourself having fun? How do you feel when you're around other people that you can laugh with? How do you feel being confident? This branches onto the podcast I did earlier this morning. Like, how do you, how would you feel being your best self? Being confident, being in control? Like, write down those feelings. They're the first things you write down and that's exactly what I'm gonna be telling my goal planning goals. Write down the feelings that you want to feel. Then from those feelings, I want you to draw branches like you did in high school with those flow charts, get a freaking huge piece of paper, draw arrows away from those feelings, and I want you to write, what do you need to do to feel that way? What actions? So say for example, like one of mine is feeling in control. Like control is a massive thing to me that comes way back from when I was younger. But I love being in control. And that is actually like I have many focus words but they all they aren't all a focus of this year but the ones that are I'm going to talk you through a few like a couple of them because I have I have like a handful I, I think I have four or five I'm not sure they're written down at home but control is a massive one so what do I need to do to feel in control of my life and of my mind of my body of my soul one Obviously, give my training and my nutrition 110%. That's something I will continue to be doing. So you have to figure out what you want to continue doing, what you want to start doing, and what you want to stop doing. So I will continue to put 110% effort into my nutrition and into my training. I always give my training 110% effort. Nutrition is... Like, nutrition, I... Like, my platter has always been vegetables based like I 
brought that habit into my lifestyle since high school days. I started cooking for myself in year 10 when I started studying nutrition and I got obsessed with nutrition in year 10, which has been years, which is the only reason why I find my nutrition so routine now. Like, I can easily go out to a restaurant full of, like, burgers and whatever the frickin' hurry. I can be jealous of, like, people eating hot chips and stuff, but I can be so satisfied in eating grilled fish or a seafood delight thing and, like, thoroughly enjoy it. And if I manipulate my day's meal plan enough and fit in hot chips then I will fit in hot chips and I will freaking enjoy them but if it's like a once in a rare time thing which is usually what I do because I never go out to eat then I will just swap out one of my like one of my meals for unless I have a comp coming up where I can't be more flexible but I would just swap out one of my meals and add in the freaking chips without worrying about whether it it meets my macros or not because it's once in freaking six months for me, it's one like once in a year, pretty much, which is New Year's Eve. Usually, it's New Year's Eve that I allow myself to do whatever the hell I want. Christmas Day, I'm usually to plan because we don't do anything fancy. But yeah, you need to figure out how you want to feel. So control, and yeah, like I said, nutrition training. The other one is I'm making a major theme word, which is alongside control, like. It's not even an action step. It's a word in itself because there is just so much shit in my life that I need to declutter that it pretty much has its own planet. So I need to declutter my laptop, declutter my phone, declutter my rooms, my bedroom, my workroom, declutter my whole living environment pretty much actually because I have my, what my hallway is loaded with boxes of stuff that I've already decluttered and I need to sell because I tried on like all my clothes and pretty much three quarters of my wardrobe didn't fit me so I had to declutter that I have to emotionally part from many things which I'm going to find really difficult but I know it's the best thing for me to do and speaking of I just reminded myself I'm going to be going through my music CDs and picking out the ones that I know that I would want to listen to again in the future in my car, which is the only time I listen to a freaking CD player. And the rest I'm just going to bin. So, most of my CDs don't have names on them. They just have music mixes, which doesn't really tell me much. So, that will take me listening through them to see if it's something that I will want. So the ones that don't have any labels, I'm going to bring into my car and I'm going to listen to them on the way to the gym and on the way back and they'll probably take me a while to go through. But the ones that do have labels that I don't want to listen to, I'm just going to bin them. And because it's a massive freaking CD folder, I'm going to either sell it, toss it, or yeah, sell it, toss it, or give it away. So... Yeah, that's another thing I'll be decluttering. So once you figure out, I get, I'm just going to talk you through those two things. The rest, who cares? I want to get to the main point of this just so it helps you because I could ramble on for days. So figure out how it is you want to feel and the action steps. 
I just gave you an example of one way that I want to feel with two action steps and that I could just show you that there are there are plenty that I made sure that I put pen to paper about to make sure that I do get to my goals because I know how I will feel afterwards I will feel in control I will feel decluttered I will feel organized and I will feel empowered because if I have no clutter going on in my head no clutter going on in my environment then I have a better opportunity to empower myself to be empowered to be less stressed that is a major thing for me stress-free freedom is a massive thing for me freedom in all things freedom financially freedom emotionally freedom everythingly I'm a very like I don't like I think I said this to the group I don't think I said it to you guys if you're not in the group but if you're in the group then you would have heard it but I do not like narcissism if I feel like someone is trying to control my life or take control of my life or tell me what I need to do to live my life you're getting the flick and you're not going to get a very nice version of Ruby you will get blunt Ruby you will get I talk to you when I want to talk to you I'll deal with you when I want to deal with you I do not give a shit about you unless I need you because outside of that, I don't want to be controlled. I don't want you to dictate how I live my life. Because, yeah. Like I said, look at your behaviors and realize that they didn't just fabricate out of thin air. They were formed through repetition. They were th formed through nature versus nurture. They, both of them is why I said versus, but I was meant to say nature and nurture. Your environment, the way you were brought up, the people you interacted with, lessons you've learned, failures you made, experiences you've had, they all shape who you are today. Do not dismiss any of them. Recognize them. Figure out if they serve you or if they take away from your life and act accordingly.